Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to this episode of Culture Bites. My name is Dominic Gawley. Um, I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics Australia. I'm joined by fellow consultant Sam Mead. Sam, how you doing? Good morning, Dom. Well, thank you. And we've also got Jess Keft in the studio with us. Hi. And Jess is our PD extraordinaire, so professional development. So you might have seen some emails coming out from Jess um, talking about you know different events we run for our accredited community. Yep, I'm definitely one that spams inboxes. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> But only with good stuff, right? Yeah, only it's all good the goods. Stuff. Hey, look, I want to get you in the studio, Jess and Sam. We've just wrapped up our annual conference uh, in Australia and New Zealand for that matter, but in Australia, which is awesome. And that's kind of a professional development event, which we put on for free for the general public. So that goes out to everyone. It was pretty successful, wasn't it, Jess? Yeah, it was a great event. We've received lots of feedback and people just loving it. People always seem to love the conference, which is a good motivator for us to keep it going. And just all the stories that come out of it, and I think it just really speaks to people that are going through similar culture change programs or leadership development programs. Yeah, that's right. And so Jess is uh, the key organizer for that event, and it's not a small event to put on. I know at the uh, at the Sydney conference, actually, someone came up to me, and they were used to be in event management or something. They're like, you guys put this on for free? Like, there's so much work goes into this. I'm like, I know. I talked to Jess, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, it is a big event. Got a good team good conference team helping these days, which is very helpful. It's a lot of prep and all over in a, in a morning. But uh, what, what was your highlight this year, Jess? That it's over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get a month off before you start planning I do. The next I'm one. like, yeah. please don't talk to me about conference. Just, I think just after Sydney, like, yes, yeah. having done the conferences, but having that feedback from people that have attended and, you know, when you're there actually doing conference, even the pre-planning, you, you're just kind of in the mode, like just going through. Yeah. And then to actually get feedback from people that have attended and that they've loved it is just such a great way to end it, really. Yeah, yeah job awesome. well done. No, it's yeah. awesome. And and so that's a um, that's kind of our big public event that we put on. But we also actually have professional development events throughout the year that you organize and put on. So tell us a little bit, bit about that, Jess. Yeah, so we've got a great sort of scheme of development events. So they're all for our accredited practitioner network. Um, so the whole reason behind them is we want to continue developing people. You know, you go through accreditation, which is sort of your, your building blocks, but then you want to keep learning. There's, you know, experiences that you kind of need to build on yeah. after your accreditation. And we've got specifically designed events depending on where you are in your journey as well. Yeah. And so tell us a bit about that. So if I'm a new practitioner coming in, like what events should I be looking at? What should I be doing? Yeah. So the way that we've structured the events is along this development pathway style. So we've got the integrated model within the company, which has the different tools. So you start with your LSI tool and then progress to GSI, LI, uh -huh, MI. So, right. That's so it's from the working with individuals to teams to leaders to organization culture. Yep. Correct. And so we have structured the events that way as well. So if you've just gone through your Lifestyles Inventory accreditation, what you're kind of looking for is to build your confidence, mm. especially that debriefing factor. You know, you, you might not have done a lot of that, especially with the tool itself. So the very first event I would highly recommend is going to an event which we call 
Increasing Debriefing Confidence with LSI. So pretty good name there, sort of sums it up. <laughs> straight to the point, <laughs> yeah, I like straight it. Straight to the point. <laughs> um, and that event is really sort of your starting starting off point. Or even if you haven't used the tool in a while, it's a great sort of refresh session. Like how do you go through debriefing someone? Where do you start? Yeah, and that's a great point because I know, um, you know, people ask that where they haven't used it in a while. You know, am I still a critic and stuff? Absolutely. I mean, I think I always just explain to people, the thing for us is we want to ensure people out there are getting good quality debriefs. Right. And so if you haven't used it in a few years and, and that can happen, right? Because maybe the company you're with or something stopped the program, whatever it was, get back into it. Really, we just want to get people back up to speed. So a great way of doing it is coming along to an event like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, get back up to speed. And even if you're debriefing regularly, I think like Dom, you would I'm sure you'd agree, every mm-hmm. debrief is different. Every experience is different. So to that ongoing learning and sharing that learning with the network and with the team at HS is always a great way to keep building your understanding of how we can help people grow. And so you talked about a pathway, Jess. So what's kind of, if that's the first step on the pathway, where does it go after that? Yep. So there is then another event in the individual sort of following the lifestyles inventory tool uh, called LSI, a plan for action. So Mm. that's sort of that second step of where do you then go with planning for people. So after that debrief, what's your sort of second session with that person? How would you go about that? What kind of roadblocks would you come up mm, against? Mm. That's a great one, I think, for for anyone mm. because often people don't know how to yeah translate it into action. Is a pretty common question that we see. So that's a that's a great event to get along to. Yeah, Love definitely, it. definitely. And the second event as well. So sort of shifting to team development. Mm. So in your LSI accreditation, you are GSI accredited. So that's the group styles, yeah. The group styles, yep. So you kind of want to get a bit more involved in that tool. And this is what that second event is for. So it's called GSI, Getting the Most Out of Teams. Mm. And this one is actually how you debrief and facilitate a group Mm. styles inventory, Mm. which is slightly touched on in the accreditation, but this is a more in-depth event for you to really get your head around the tool. And it's, I mean, you know, personal preference. Uh, that was one I helped run this year, so <laughs> so I love it. Your favorite? It was my favorite. How to design that one? But it's great because I think GSI is a really underutilized tool. I think it's it's really good for having that chat in the t- team that teams just often never have. And it's a great way of getting the language, shared language, to a large number of people if you're doing culture work. And I think it's really powerful. You know, ultimately to me. Businesses do things in teams. We make decisions in teams. And if you're either not getting good quality decisions or even if the quality is right, if no one's committed to it and following through, both of those are a problem. So, you know, increasing team effectiveness to me is hands down a a winner. And I know like in our, we do cover it in accreditation, but probably not to the depth where people feel comfortable to some people. So it's great to come along and get a, it's a chance to actually facilitate it yourself as well, get some kind of time in the shoes, if you like. Yeah, and also to use the real-time GSI online portal. Mm. Um, So you are talked through that in the event as well. So how do you actually use that, which I think is something that you want to be confident about before running a group styles inventory with a team. Yeah, great point. Yeah, and we hear that a lot from our clients, Dom, that they don't always have the full confidence be post-accreditation to run a GSI, but doing the accred, uh, the PD events has always been a really helpful way to give them that confidence. And it's, it is such a great tool and it's a great way to engage with a group of people either newly formed or existing 
to find out what are the things that we need to do more of and less of to improve our effectiveness. Uh, I love it. Okay, so we're kind of going from the individual stream to the team, team stream. Is there another step in that one? Yes, there is. So there is a second event in the team development stream called Program Design for High Performing Teams. Mm. So this event is actually quite different to our usual events. Uh, this one is being run by our head of consulting, Corinne Cantor, and it's a really in-depth sort of workshop day with her. So it's, I guess it's more like a mini accreditation maybe in, in how you actually go about designing those programs. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean... That's great. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. A full day workshop as well. Yeah, we've actually got the first one running uh, on the fourteenth of November in Sydney, which we're about to open up for registration. So I think that's going to be a really uh, sold out event. It's going to be a popular one. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So that's kind of, I guess, when people come in and get accredited, they've they get accredited in the LSI, so the Lifestyles Inventory, and the GSA, the Group Styles Inventory. So you know, there's some there for for newly accredited people. I think it's great to work through those. But even if you've been accredited for a while, like we're talking about, Sam, it's good to, to come and sharpen the saw, if you will. Yeah, and just also connect with the community. I think it's a, yeah. it's a great way to, to network and find out what other people are up to, what challenges they're, they're experiencing, how they're applying the tools in their business. And yeah, and also the work on ourselves it never ends. I think that's the most important. I think always learning how can we can deliver a better experience for people. Uh-huh. How do we understand the tools and the diagnostics in a way that can that can add more value for our clients uh, and for our community? Yeah, uh-huh. I, it's great. Yeah, and that's sort of one of the main reasons why we hold this events is we really want to continue everyone's education. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it doesn't just stop after accreditation. Uh-huh. You need to keep developing, and we want to be there to support our network by holding these events. Yeah, it's part of our commitment really, isn't it? That Because um, we, we put them on for free and stuff for accredited practitioners, right? They're a great price for the community. <laughs> <aren't they? laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, and that's, but that we see that as part of our, our mission and so on, right? It's, it's building, you know, great, great coaches, great facilitators who then do great work with the end, end clients, end user, you know, because we're trying to change the world effectively, yeah. right? And we can only do that. As the intro to the show says, we can only do that together with our amazing community. Mm. Um, and it's very true, right? So that's why we that's why we put these on. So if those are kind of the the ones for someone who just got a credit in LSI, GSI, what's beyond that? You talked about leaders and organizations. So. Yeah. So your natural next step, I guess, after LSI, GSI accreditation is looking at MI, uh, so leader impact or management impact, impact yeah. accreditation. So we do actually have an event called Impact Leaders Have in the Workplace. Uh. So this event is actually kind of a look into what that accreditation will be, how that tool actually works, and how that can um, make effective changes within an organization. So do you have to be accredited in LI or MI to come along to that, Jess? No, you don't. So this event is purely for people that aren't yet accredited in that tool just so that they can get a feel for it. So you get a better understanding of what it is. Yeah, right. So you get a chance to kind of see under the hood and and have a play with it uh, (laughs) before before coming to getting accredited. Yeah, exactly right. And then once you are accredited, we do actually have a specific event for people accredited in the LIMI tool. So that's more in-depth for them. Okay, so it wouldn't make sense necessarily if you weren't accredited already. So we've got one which is more the intro to it and then one which is going deeper on Mm. it. Yeah, beautiful. I love that. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And then you look over, uh, well, you walk over to the uh, sort of culture development uh-huh. stage. So again, we've got an event called How Culture Works. 
So this is, again, an entry into what is culture, actually, and how does the tool work with that and how you can make changes again. So that's, that's a great event for people to come along with and even an event for you to bring your colleagues along. You know, if you need to get that culture program over the line, mm. bring them along and it really works with helping them understand what it is, why you want to do it and what changes it can actually make. Yeah. And so that's a great point. So again, you don't need to be accredited in the, our culture diagnostics to come along to that because I think it's, it's great to understand how culture works and stuff, even if you're not necessarily using the tool right now, but you're coaching at an LSI level. How does it all connect together? How do leaders impact on culture? What's the role they play? The more we can build that kind of system thinking, I guess, that wider view, the more effective people will be as coaches, even at individual level. Yeah, I agree, Dom. And also, whether you're an internal practitioner or an external, it's also great to understand what, how else can we add value? How else can this a culture diagnostic uh, help the business achieve their ambition? Whether mm. I'm an external practitioner or I'm internal as part of the team. What else can I do to help achieve the goals of this organization? Yeah, exactly. And we always like to share sort of data and success stories in these events as well. Mm. So I know especially DB, he likes to kind of talk about what, what culture programs he's worked on. And there's always great data behind those of what have they done? Mm. You know, mm. was there something different that they might have had to have done in this organization? Mm. Um, and where are they now? Which is always very interesting. Yeah, definitely. You've got a link to outcomes, right? So why are we doing this culture stuff in the first yeah. place? What what difference does it make for our business and what we're trying to achieve as a business? How does it support that? Yeah, I know uh, DB, I think all of us like to, yeah, <laughs> back, you know, back it up because doing culture is not just to do it, right? Otherwise, it's kind of a conventional approach, I suppose, to doing culture, isn't it? Tick the box. Like, yeah. oh, because we want a lovely workplace and stuff. And hey, that's cool. That's fine. But we're here to achieve some stuff mm. as an organization. So how are we getting it to, to line up with what, where we're going? and helping it uh, speed up basically to get there. So that's awesome. So that kind of goes to our integrated model, right? So from the individual team impact, so how leaders cause others to behave through to culture, how we expect it to behave, follows that. Is there anything outside of that, Jess? Yeah, we do have a few other events. There's one in particular called the LSI Value of Self, mm. um, which is run by Lorraine McCarthy, which always is extremely popular. I've usually got to close it down quite early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you've got to get in quick for this one. So this one is pretty much value of self. So she, it's an event focused on yourself pretty much. So you're taking time out, you're doing your own LSI again and having a think and reflection of where you're at at mm. that time while you're doing it, which is such a great event to get to. Um, we like to run those at least once a year in each location. So highly recommend going along. I'd have to say this is my favorite one, my favorite event, The Value of Self, I think, as a, someone who's been working with the tools for a number of years, you know, almost 10 years, I find The Value of Self is a great way to reconnect with your own LSI one, mm. to revisit, to step back from the busyness, the hecticness of life and to look at where you're at and where you're going well and what areas you might need to, to reflect on, to your point, Jess, and what areas uh, are helping you and what areas of your life do you, in your thinking do you need to work on? Mm. And it's often, you know, with coaches and stuff, we spend a lot of time doing that for other people, but not necessarily for ourselves, right? So, yeah. yeah, it's good to have a check-in every now and again. It is, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's good to have a check-in with yourself. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it's not just for people that have been accredited for a long time. I would say the value of self is critical for anyone who's also newly accredited because I think it's also, as we know, it's quick to get to the client data through technical, but 
that work on self and that ability to continue your own LSI journey that you experience through the accreditation, the values of self will really help embed that. It will really help embed the data from you're still quite fresh as a newly accredited person. So whether you're newly accredited or, or have been accredited for a long time, I find that such a valuable investment in self. Mm. Yeah, for sure. What other ones are there, Jess? So our chairman, Sean McCarthy, also holds a few events, which again, very popular. Uh, so there's one called the Childhood Origins, which looks at the circumplex and raising your children. <laughs> uh, so this particular one focuses on sort of your toddlers to, uh-huh. is it called tweens or something these days? Yeah, right. So really focusing on, you know, how your behavior is affecting them or how certain experiences can shape them according to the circumplex. Yeah. So this is a really popular topic. It's quite topical for me with a uh, now 11-week-old at home. I keep thinking like, oh, you know, he's probably too early to, to pick too much up at the moment. But, you know, like some language and stuff. Yeah, yeah. maybe you would be. Oh, First LSI. Um, <laughs> but a very popular topic. So, so I did a podcast on this with Sean. Some time ago, it was episode 34, Childhood Origins, and it's uh, our most popular episode, actually, most listened to episode um, to date. So There's some brilliant, uh, Sean does such a great job of delivering real insight into how we think and how we behave at home impacts our kids. And after attending it with Sean, I went home and said to my wife, all right, you know, we're not doing this very well. We've got to focus on this. <laughs> it was, it's essentially a parenting course, uh, which I found really powerful. And some some really powerful insights linking back to the LSI around how we think impacts not just our work life, it, it is lifestyles inventory, mm. it impacts all part of our life. Mm. And, and as a parent, the most important job that I have, I could see how my LSI was playing out and how I brought, was raising my, my three boys. So yeah, fantastic event. Yeah, it's interesting to look at it that way as well. Yeah, when you've got a family at home. <laughs> well, I guess the next event for you to go to, Sam, is uh, Family Systems also run by Sean, which is, again, how the circumplex works in your family, but it's looking at teenagers this time and how hormones might play a part in in their uh, development. So very interesting. Yeah, right, where they don't want to hang out with you anymore. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Which might be a result of what you did earlier, I suppose. (laughs) Um, Who knows? Uh, Or maybe it's just them. But it's interesting because I guess it goes, you know, kids and stuff go through different phases too, I think, you know, probably around that area is where everyone wants to be an individual by uh, being part of the crowd. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of the oxymoron, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, I'm a unique individual, so I'm going to dress like all my friends yeah. <laughs> and do what they say. Um, so that's awesome. So, you know, there, there's lots of events which are on. And, you know, look, it's also why we put on this podcast. So, you know, we do events in, in, across the different major cities in Australia. We try to get across to all of them. We're probably in Sydney and Melbourne more just because we're based here, but we try to get to all the others too. But that's also why we put on this podcast, right? To get to people. I know I've had a lot of chats and emails from people who say, you know, they live in like in the country or something. So it's not practical for them to get to those those events. But um, we try to cover those here as well on, on Culture Bites. It's all part of our, you know, purpose and mission of, mm. of building up, you know, capability, building people to be better. Yeah, and I think you raise a good point there, Dom. If you're not able to make it, we've got a dedicated team of highly capable account managers that are also there to support the network and can help find the information that Jess and the team create for these events that we can find a way to support you, even though you may not be able to get there physically, whether it be the podcast or you've got a dedicated account manager 
as an accredited practitioner that can help you grow your capability and ongoing learning. And there's also great resources on the uh, AP portal. Um, So within there, we've uh, actually divided those within the different streams. So again, individuals, teams, leaders, et cetera. And within there, we've got a whole bunch of presentations Mm. that we've used. Uh, We also put the presentations from the events in there Mm. and sort of bits and bobs in there to really help if you're unable to attend the events yourself. Yeah, great resource, the portal. Fantastic. Yeah, so if you haven't logged in for a while, go check it out. And if you've forgotten your uh, password, let us know and we can uh, we can reset it for you. But it is good checking out because I, I think not everyone logs into into their accredited login. So um, check that out. And the other thing, just thinking of it where we started talking about um, conferences, we've uploaded all the videos from conference too. So, so if you couldn't make it on the day, you haven't missed out, you can go check that out. And I think we'll... We'll release them on the podcast too. I know I'm more of a audio person. I like to listen listen on the go while I'm cleaning the house or something rather than sit, sitting down and watching a video. So we'll have that option out for you as well. And keep the feedback coming. I'm sure Jess and the team, we'd love to hear what you liked and what, you know, what ideas you've got for future conferences and PD events. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. Thanks for your time today, Jess and Sam. Thanks, Thanks for having Dom. me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia. All rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au. Thank you.